KYW Original Podcasts. This is KYW In-Depth. I'm Charlotte Reese. This pandemic is causing many of us to slow down and take a harder look at what we do day to day. And the results? They're not always good. A lot of people feel like they can't get a handle on their to-do lists. And there's that nagging feeling that you should be getting more done. It's called productivity guilt. So how do we overcome that guilty feeling when sometimes it seems like nothing we're doing now is the same as it was six months ago? Dr. Kelly McClure is an associate professor and the chair of undergraduate psychology at LaSalle University. Can you just break down what productivity guilt is? Sure. And and actually, it hasn't been researched a lot. There's a little bit of research on it, but it's we talk about it more than we study it. But if you think about the two words separately, guilt, first of all, is an emotion. Emotions give us information about ourselves and also motivate us to, to action. And so guilt in particular, it's an uncomfortable emotion. So it, it kind of motivates us to do something, especially when we feel like we've done harm to someone or something. So in that way, guilt is like, it's a very social emotion. It helps us with our social relationships and helps us focus on ourself in relation to other people. So what it does is it motivates us really to repair relationships or to act in a socially responsible way. And then the other part, the productivity, is that at that most basic definition, productivity is the ratio between the outputs and the inputs of our work. So it's sort of a comparison between how much we're putting in to our work and then the product that's coming out of it. So when you put those things together, productivity, guilt, it's really feeling guilty, feeling like we've broken some kind of a social contract for how much kind of that ratio for not producing enough output relative to how hard we're working. Yeah, I like how you say, too, that it hasn't been studied that much because some of the articles I was reading, you know, date back a couple years. And then some of them even say (laughs) pandemic productivity guilt. I mean, is there a difference between just regular productivity guilt and what people may be feeling now? Or do, do researchers even know that? It's too early to tell, right? Because we're not really studying the productivity guilt that's going on right now. But when you think about what's happening during this particular pandemic, well, during any pandemic, I guess, it's just that there's so much going on, right? And so it's almost become impossible for us to hold ourselves to those same productivity standards that we had before March. And there's a lot of reasons for that. Right now, it's taking a lot more effort to produce that same result than we would have before March. And the reasons for that can, back, can really vary. So if you're working in person, there might be transportation barriers that might be a lot harder to get where you need to go. There's a lot of caregiving logistics that need to be taken care of just to get to work. And also products aren't always readily available. So it just takes a lot more effort to do the things that we normally were doing before. And so it feels like we've put in a lot, like that input part of it is a lot more, but the result isn't that we're having more 
whatever it is where we produce. So, you know, we're not making, in my case, I'm not teaching more students or producing more research or we're not producing more podcasts, but it's still taking a lot more effort to get the things done that we used to do. And then if we're remote working, there's also, we've had to learn a lot of technologies, deal with unstable internet connections, multiple people in the house sharing space and Wi-Fi signals. And then again, those caregiving logistics as well, just making it a whole lot harder to get the things done that we used to get done. And so it kind of produces this feeling of guilt because we're working so hard, but we may not have more to show for it. Yeah, I like how you mentioned, you know, there's so many kind of obstacles now that come along with everything that, you know, people forget that it it is an extra step. Even remembering a mask sometimes is is another step to walking out the door. That's so true that there's just more to more to it right now. Do you have any suggestions? I know this is something new, but what can people do to maybe not feel this guilt right now about being as productive as they were six months ago? Sure. Yeah, I think we can look to some of the just coping literature in general to help us, you know, figure out how to deal with this. I think one thing to start with is to think about what are the consequences of that productivity guilt. So ask yourselves, is it leading to any unhelpful coping, like skipping breaks or meals or skipping exercise, not going out and socializing, even, you know, in physically distant ways? Is it leading us to maybe give up some sleep or even some other ways of coping, like increased use of alcohol just to kind of calm ourselves down or make ourselves feel better in the moment? Or is this guilt leading us to any unproductive work behaviors like procrastination or even perfectionism? Sometimes if people are feeling guilty, they'll try and perfect whatever they're working on to even in unnecessary ways. So I think one thing to do is to start there and really ask ourselves, are we doing those things? And is is that unhelpful? Because really, we can be much more productive if we're taking good care of ourselves, if we are taking breaks stopping and eating lunch, getting out and interacting with people, even if it's through, you know, online ways or, uh, you know, a walk outside that's six feet apart. And then also ask ourselves what attitudes are leading ourselves to feel guilty about that. You know, my follow-up question for this is, you know, on the flip side, what can people do to be more productive? And I think mm-hmm. that kind of answers it because sometimes, you know, sitting in front of the computer for eight hours versus taking breaks, like you said, makes all the difference. Absolutely. We have to rest our eyes and our brains. We have to move our arms and legs, you know. And of course, different kinds of work is going to require different types of breaks. Other people are on their feet, um, you know, working long days up and active and maybe need to sit down and rest. But just returning to those basic self-care behaviors, taking breaks, having a meal, getting outside to, you know, on a nice day to get a little bit of sunshine Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, I think about therapists a lot right now, and I have been 
for the past few months because I just I think people have all of these questions right now about how they're feeling and you know I have a friend in psychology and we often talk about how overwhelming it is right now for both the news and psychology and we kind of tell each other hey you're doing enough I mean what is it like being on the other side of this right now and everybody has questions for you I'm sure I think it's probably pretty similar in that, well, first of all, you know, as therapists, we still experience the same things. We experience productivity guilt too. And, you know, I was just speaking with a colleague about how on the weekends now, because most of my work is on Mondays through Fridays, I, on the weekends, I really just have to take a break and refuel. And then I'm having trouble sleeping on Sunday nights because I keep thinking about all the work that I have to do the next day. And so, you know, part of it is just that to give yourself a break, that that's natural, that it's just kind of part of what's going on right now. And then I think from the therapist side, of course, we have some knowledge, right? We, we have some information about these ways of coping and good practices for taking care of ourselves. And also a good network of other professionals that we can turn to for you know, to kind of put our heads together or say, hey, is this working? Or what do you think about that? But I have heard from therapists as well that it's it's a lot right now. It's a lot, it's very exhausting to, you know, kind of think about all the stress that people are having right now and all the, all the very real worries that people are going through. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think about that often because I always have questions and want to talk about how people are feeling and and look into research but as you said you know it's kind of just a big question mark right now yeah it's a real moment in time you know I think the whole world has paused to well we've paused to try to mitigate the spread of the virus and then part of that pause is also creating some other new ways of behaving, you know, of not living, especially in industrialized cultures like ours, you know, not having such a busy life, not running around so much. And, and some of that is really healthy, you know, and some of that is really a good chance to reset what, what's most important. Um, And kind of going back to your question about what, what can we do? That's another thing is to really, ask ourselves what what's most important to you and when it comes to the you know work productivity what is your productivity goal what what standard do you have and is that realistic right now and and i think you know we talked about productivity kind of broadly so some of it is productivity in, with your employer but then also just productivity in your life in general which i think people will relate to a little better than just with the job you know, sometimes it can be helpful to try to have a conversation with your employer. If you're really not sure whether you're being productive enough, if there is an opportunity to have a conversation with your employer, just to make sure that, you know, your expectations and theirs match up, that can be helpful. That's an interesting point. Because there is a difference between feeling productive at work and also in your social life. And especially right now, it's difficult to, to juggle everything. Like, how do we separate those two? Well, I think work productivity is a little more dependent on that 
match between your expectations and your employer's expectations. And we don't, you know, we don't always get to define productivity in our employment. Whereas for social productivity, we have a lot more, more control over how we define that. Do you think right now, I mean, with what's going on, do you think that maybe people should change the way we perceive productivity? Do you think this is maybe an opportunity to change the way we see that since we are going through a pandemic? I do. I think it's, first of all, it's necessary right now. We just simply can't do as much as we were doing before. You know, we have to be sensitive, right? Sometimes when productivity is really tied directly to a financial goal, to income, then it becomes a lot harder to scale back what that productivity is, right? Because the money needs to come in at the same time. We all have our bills to pay. But when we are in a situation where we can kind of choose what we focus on or kind of the scale and scope of what we're doing, I think it's a really good opportunity right now or a good moment in time to really pause and ask ourselves what what's really necessary to get this job done and what's unnecessary, what can we let go of? Are there any, maybe one or two major takeaways that people should remember next time, you know, they're thinking about their productivity guilt or having feelings like, hey, I didn't check off everything on my to-do list today. I think one is to really reassess your definition of productivity. And a more simple way of saying that is what, what really has to get done and what doesn't have to get done. And then the other one, which we haven't really touched on yet, is to avoid measuring your productivity by comparing yourself to other people. I think that's a very difficult thing to do, especially with social media, too. Mm -hmm. I feel, you know, especially right now, I feel people are more on their phones or on the computer than ever before. Yes, definitely. And, um, you know, one challenge with social media is that Many people will use social media to share positive things, so to share their productivity, but not necessarily all the challenges um, that have gone before that productivity. And so it's this difficult situation where maybe people aren't really presenting the whole picture of what they're doing to get to that level of productivity and all the challenges that come along the way. And then as the reader, we're kind of also primed to think, to kind of measure, to compare or measure up and say, well, if they're doing this, maybe I should be too, even though that's really not necessary. Do you think that maybe researchers will look back at this time? I know it's hard to think about the future, but Mm -hmm. I mean, do you think that people will look back at this time and think, you know, Americans maybe learn something about feeling guilty during 2020? I think so. I hope so. Um, You know, one thing that's really going to be helpful is that it takes a long time to change our behaviors. And because we're going through this for so long, as difficult as that is, it's giving us a long time to really change what we're doing and for those new habits to stay, those new patterns to stay. So juggling less, running around less, 
that's all going to be part of our new way of being until, you know, until we have the ability to get busier again. And so I think this slowing down, I think it'll stick for at least for a while. And hopefully there'll be enough time in there to reflect on what's most important to us as well. Yeah, I like that. I think Americans, I I always think, you know how they say the American race because we're always racing. I think that's such a true point that it is okay to slow down and (laughs) be in this new normal, if I dare say that word again. (laughs) I have a friend um, from Belgium and he always jokes that He said, you Americans, you always want to be the best. What's so great about being the best? And and I think about that often. And, you know, right now, I think we're more, more focused on being kind and being good citizens and, and good neighbors. And so that's another kind of redefinition of what's the best, which also influences what's productive, right? If we're taking the time to have that conversation with the neighbor that maybe we didn't have before or, you know, listen to a friend more longer and more carefully, then we get to sort of redefine that as being productive as well. I like that. I mean, we all have nothing but time now. So why not at least make ourselves better at something that's more caring? I like that a lot. Well, thank you so much, Kelly, for joining me today and talking about productivity guilt. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me. That's it for this episode of KYW In-Depth. You can listen and subscribe to the podcast on the Radio.com app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Charlotte Reese, and we'll have another episode out soon.